This is a Rollmaster Classic actual play set in Terry K. Anther's excellent Shadow World using Fantasy Grounds. You can find session summaries, items and characters on World Anvil, where our campaign is called The Praise of Old Men. You'll find links to that and our other forms of media for our sessions as well as an index of this episode in the description. This episode has jump cuts to keep the runtime down. Previously, exploring the ruined arena of Tarek Nev, the companions have bested invisible and then camouflaged demonic entities, taking mortal wounds along the way. Now a door, leading under the seating around the fighting pit, bars their path. Will this be the room that holds the final artefact? Here we are then. So if you recall that you had discovered a door, a small iron door that leads down into what you believe is perhaps some sort of pool or pond or river or maybe some sort of cavern. Certainly you could hear lots of running water. However, to get that far, you'd had a difficult encounter with another one of the demonic um, inhabitants of this uh, city and therefore you decided to rest up for as long as you could in what you um, hoped would be and certainly turned out to be the safer chamber next door um, so after Ugnan has tended to your wounds it's only Ugnan that is now still the worst for wear. The rest of you are almost fully healed. I think, Cran, you've got some minor damage. Akel, you've got some minor damage. Ugnan, um, you haven't got anything broken. You're not bleeding, but obviously you are bruised, battered and beaten up a bit. Right. Um, so, um, I'm assuming, therefore, you've got all your power points back, Ugnan, if you've rested. And if you wanted to heal the rest of that it's basically concussion damage. If you want to heal the rest of that concussion damage before you go any further, you can, or you can save your power points and move on now. It's up to you. Okay, well, basically, if we're going to take a long rest, then he's got enough um, power points to cast a regeneration spell, which would bring him down to zero damage. And then if you took a long rest, he'd be back fully powered up again. If we've, yep. if we've got time to do that, then okay. yeah, definitely try that. Yeah, yeah. So if you recall, because of the strange temporal distortion that is descended on the city, tracking time is very difficult. And your best way of tracking it is through what you're eating and drinking. Um, but actually, as time has gone on, your appetites have um, dropped as well. The only people, the only, well, yes, the only two people who are at the moment uh, unaffected are Acor and, Acor and Snarkle. Victoria, Ugnan and Cran, your duration in the city has meant that you're not sleeping particularly well, though none of you are that badly off at the moment. You rest, you doze, but you don't exactly enjoy a deep sleep. So when you wake, you're not exactly refreshed, but you're not exhausted. Food-wise, um, you've noticed that you're just not eating at all you're drinking but only out of but only when you're really thirsty your appetite has almost dropped completely you're barely hungry at all in fact you're having to force yourself to eat now for the seasoned mercenaries such as cran and to a lesser extent well no, actually cran victorian and ugnan you've all seen service in various ways um you've been able to make yourself eat you can remember uh, floggings in the various mercenary units that you've been attached to for soldiers that um, decided not to eat. Uh, Acre and Snarkle, you still have your appetites. Anyway, 
you uh, rest for what feels like a long time. Nothing disturbs you during that time. The holding cells that you are, or the holding cell that you're in, remains eerily quiet. There is no footfalls or sound from the city at all. Underground, almost as you were, certainly under the stone bleachers above you, um, all sound is muffled. After a rest, where do you want to go next? What do you want to do? The chamber that you're in is doorless. To go to the door that you discovered last, you're going to have to leave and go through the chamber to your far right, if you recall. Everybody ready to move on? Yeah. 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 I'll just change my combat. We did to make that the roof didn't fall on us, didn't we? No. No, there were no chicken little disasters. The roof didn't fall, but some of you are aware that there is a huge weight of stone above you because, of course, the bleachers, the crowd seating for the arena, are made of solid stone. Um, are we heading through this door that we uh, saw, chaps? We had a, a bit of a, a scuffle there, but um, any way through? Doesn't seem to be any other way to go apart from through that door. So if I move mm. you over there. Uh, venturing through the first chamber and the second chamber remember you encountered a number of invisible creatures but the manacles don't stir from the walls so whatever you defeated has remained defeated and nothing bars your way until in the end you stand outside that small uh, strange iron uh, metallic door you recall that the last creatures you fought were able to meld into the door they're only the only clue that you were given were the strange shadows that they cast on the floor. This time, as you approach, the door seems plain, featureless, and there are no eerie shadows cast. Who wants to try and touch and open the door? Not anymore. <laughs> when you put it like that, Crano, look around a I bit nervously, and then um, uh, actually, go over and open no, the door. big lad, I'll try it. Reason being, if it's if it's maybe from another divine realm i've got more chance of fighting it off than you do lad all right right yeah also uh you'll say uh lad can i have can i have that horn that horn of valhalla and have a little drink of it please before we get going for the day i suppose we yeah all pass it around. do you want do you want a little uh do you want a bit of a loosener in there um he says getting the silver hip flask out Frank, can you give me a give me a hard perception roll please you draw the Horn of Valhalla, which you've had uh, banging around on your hip for, gosh, it's actually not almost just over a month. That's about all, really. That's only how you've done a lot. You can't help but notice that the horn, that you remember that um, the horn was damaged uh, in the encounter that you had back in the Eyrie. Remember that? You found you took the horn, and when it was touched to the lips, I think it was um, Silk. When Silk touched the horn, drank from the horn, I can't remember the details now, the horn began to tarnish. Yeah. That tarnishing has got worse. The oh, filigree around the uh, drinking part is now green and pitted, and it's beginning to spread down the filigree that decorates the horn. Looks yeah. as almost as if the horn is being eaten away. Okay, be careful. Well, first off, be careful sticking this to your lips. Look what's happened here. Ooh. Anything you can do to, I don't know, mend it? It looks like it's getting worse. 
I'll have a look. Okay. Um, well, you can see the tarnishing as well. You're probably going to need some sort of arcane law roll to really figure out whether there's anything you can do about this. You know, the horn is um, potent. It's not quite artifact, but it's a potent magical item. And you're not really skilled in artificing yet. Give me a metal law. Give me a very hard metal law roll. It's the lowest one, so not the well. Okay. Um, yeah, that metal is pitted, and you know that that metal is silver or some sort of silver. And as you tap it again, it's mithril. So that mithril is pitted, which is very unusual. So whatever's eating into the metal is not natural. Now give me an obscure law roll. So that's going to be extremely hard because you didn't get much information from your metal law roll. No idea, really. Um, an alchemist, maybe a powerful mage, certainly somebody who is experienced in crafting magical items might be able to help yeah not, not me i don't think no you've got no ability to tell whether drinking from it is going to be harmful uh or whether it's still going to have its beneficial effects on you do you want to drink from the horn just quickly looking through his spell book oh, i don't think i've got the right knowledge to check can i here. heal myself start, oh, give me that snarkle will walk up I've got the constitution to take that. <laughs> Bravo. Nice accent. <laughs> okay. Who's going to tell Numal that he's yeah. going to roll up yet another character? I just think of that. <laughs> okay, Snarkle, are you snatching the horn to have a drink? He's 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 a dwarf. He's got super con with his poison and he should be fine. Okay. okay. I, I'll be, as he's doing that, can I just do a zero round prep detect evil level two? On the um, on it says on, uh, detects true evil in any an inanimate or animate target. Yeah, um, the horn isn't evil. Neither is Snarkle. Snarkle, you snatch or you don't exactly snatch the horn, but you grab the horn and quaff deeply from it. Give me a. I think it's going to be a channeling resistance roll. No, it's going to be a disease roll, please. Okay, disease, dwarven con. <laughs> okay, thank nice. you, thank you very much. Okay, so you drink from the horn. The water has got a faint taste to it, but then this is the first time you've drunk from the the uh, mythical horn, so you don't know whether that's normal or not. But as you wet your lips, nothing seems to happen, and you hand the horn back to Ugnan. Well, because he's got that spell going, he's just gonna. You can concentrate every round in another five foot radius area. He's gonna put it on the door next, and then and then just all round the room until he, cause it lasts ten minutes. So just give this room a good old scoping okay. out. Just no, a pure nothing, evil. No, nothing detects as as evil or malign in the room at all. The door and is not, just a door. It's normally as evil, so you're fine. <laughs> the door is just a door and then silk turns up and all of a sudden your spider senses tingle um, the door is just a door the horn is tarnished but doesn't seem to have had any ill effects on snarkle at all yeah i don't trust it so i'm not going to touch it i'll just go and open the door i'll put my hand on the door first okay the door is cool to the touch but nothing else check over for any obvious looking tracks uh traps sorry Okay, yep, give me... Just give me a perception roll, please. 
there don't seem to be any obvious traps. There are no um, mysterious cracks. There are no lines. There are no threads. The stones around and the support and the frame of the door seem perfectly normal, solid stonework. In fact, there is a single handle on the door, but also a lock. And the lock looks quite difficult to pick. I'll just try it first to see if it actually opens. Okay. Uh, nope, the door is locked. Let's try and pick the lock. Uh-oh. Oh, yes. <laughs> You're branching out. Good man. I put one rag in it quite a while back. <laughs> just for anything. <laughs> just, to, just to annoy Bosco. Trust me, oh, I'm around. I've got one rank. I've got this. Hang on a minute. Hang on, hang on a second. Just Cran's moving over there. <laughs> yeah, he's gonna he's gonna blow on his fingers. I think I've got this. I, I saw, I've seen uh, I've seen uh, Cherry do it a few times. How, what difficulty you want this? Your folly. <laughs> no, just make a roll, and I'll add the I'll add the modifier. It can be a cheap lock. Okay, at which point Cran taps you on the shoulder and says, I think you need lockpicks, not an axe to do this. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, the door is resist your efforts to pick the lock. Um, you manage to, one of your picks flexes and you pull it out before it breaks and jams in the lock. You can have another go because you haven't um, critically failed. But this is going to take some time. I'll give it one more go. It's a good job I said that, because it's worked. No! <laughs> hey! Okay. okay, so bending down and playing and pulling at the lock, as inexpert as you are, the lock seems to put up temporary resistance, and then as you begin to twist the picks, the lock seems to almost help you and rotate of its own accord. The tumblers fall into place and there's the satisfying click as the mechanism disengages from the door. And you can feel the door just quiver slightly as what is clearly a very old mechanism now releases from the door frame. Okay. From around you, you can hear the sound of running water. Or rather, sorry, deep below, behind the door, you can hear the sound of running water and the air feels cool and damp. Oh, knock me down, Ugden, and you're not just a pretty face. You've got some skills with those lockpicks. Yeah, he's trying not to hide his smile. <laughs> it just walks off. <laughs> <laughs> okay, who's going to open the door? Cran will shrug his shoulders and just move up. He'll, loose, he'll take the sword out. Um, he'll just listen at it first and uh, also listen to the sword to see if it's studded something harder again. Uh, yes, the your sword your sword is thumping. There's that was either really good or really bad. <laughs> there's something very dangerous on the other side of the door. Before we go in there, mate, can I um can I have my last bit of rook? Hadn't <laughs> <laughs> missed yesterday. I've got a feeling behind there it's really dangerous, and it could be the geese roof threatened us. Really, um, that's what I'm thinking. Have you got any healing you could uh, help me out with before we go in? Uh, yeah, probably have a bit of Rook. Ah, oh, good man. That's better than those spells any day. It's got flavour. Seven Rook. Okay. I can give you uh, give you two swigs of the pouch, lad. It's getting low, though. Getting low? Haven't you been managing it well? Well, I have, but you keep, you keep drinking it. <laughs> That's 40-10. Right. It's not, not down to me. <laughs> All right. 
Ooh, that's a good roll. Very good. <laughs> this is clearly oh. an English. This is clearly an English adventuring party. Before we do anything, we have a let's just put okay. the kettle on. <laughs> oh, that's beautiful, guys. Let's have a brew before we open the door. Okay, Fran, um, still battered and bruised, you allow Ugnan to quickly, as quickly as he can, brew you some rook. And he makes it quadruple strength. You beauty. And you drink the rook. Do you want to open the door, Cran? Yeah, so Cran is quite confidently going to open the door now. <laughs> so, uh, Cran, you stand in front of the door. The door opens uh, away from you. So it opens into whatever lies beyond. Tunnel, passageway, cavern or chamber. Grasping the handle. Do you open it? Uh-huh. So beyond the doorway, you can see the floor um, is stepped, but quite steep and descends into a circular chamber that is filled with rushing water. The water swirls round and round at great speed. But in the centre of the room, two things are obvious. Um, well, three things are obvious. First of all, there looks to be a crystalline circular disc, clearly man-made that stands proud of the rushing, swirling waters that rush and gurgle around at great speeds, uh, moving in a clockwise direction. Um, there is a shimmering over the entire crystal island that shift in colours, reds and oranges, greens, blues, yellows, and it flickers and shifts. It's domed to the height of about 40 or 50 feet. The entire floor is full of brightly coloured crystals which catch the light and shimmer and shift to match the shimmering of the orb that covers the island. Perhaps more worrying, though, is the huge colossal creature that seems to be asleep in the centre of the island. Serpentine, this creature, resembles the great drakes and dragons that you've heard of, though perhaps not as big as um, some of legend and lore. But what makes you pause, though this one looks small, is that this one seems to have more than one head. Fortunately, the creature seems to be asleep. So Crano just put his finger to his lips and goes, shh, shh, and slowly close the door. What? <laughs> <laughs> and he'll more rapidly close the door as soon as he hears Starkrow say that. Um, and then he'll say, OK, so everyone keep quiet, but... I think either we're all going to die or we're going to become dragon slayers in the next 20 minutes. Because right in there is this, well, bloody enormous thing with many heads. It's asleep on an island and I'm hoping hoping we can like sneak past it. Bloody weird place to store a dragon, I must say, but uh, that's where it is. What do you think? I'm just recalling what Cherry said. The rods are in an underground chamber that has a number of other crystals. The sound I mean, of water all around them. Ooh. Unfortunately, we might need to go in there. What we really need is Cherry. She was a sneaky bitch. She'd have gone in straight in there. That she bitch too. <laughs> Can't get over the accent. It's amazing. Thank you. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, I've got nature's guises, so it could possibly do something useful. Oh, fantastic. Do you, do you fancy sneaking in there? Don't really fancy it. <laughs> fancy's a strong term. <laughs> well, do you 
have the capability of sneaking in there. <laughs> now you're asking. Right. So I get and chameleon. Uh, I can't find out what's the length of each of those. So I've got a nasty feeling. Someone told me once that basically you've got to be stark bollock naked and go in there with nothing if you actually want to be invisible with that stuff. It seems like bloody waste to me. So one minute per level, I can be silent. Uh, I got 10 levels, so 10 minutes. How far away did you see the rod? No, I didn't. It's So it's actually just behind the door. It's like a short corridor and then a circular room with a, some kind of I don't know, platform or something in the middle, an island. And then I can't see a rod, but I did see bloody enormous great bastard of a hydra or something in there. Stop making it bigger. It was scary enough as it was. <laughs> <laughs> you know, she who must be a babe used to say that. <laughs> bigger target, easier to hit. Um, you're having I some very, very, uh, you're having some very vivid dreams in your, uh, your painful My old state. Age. Broke, That's what you broken to Yes. <laughs> okay. Um, so you've seen the colossal serpent. Oh dear. Yeah, not that. for the first <laughs> yeah, time. The exactly. Hydra. You've seen the Hydra in the center of the island. This matches the description, remembering Cherry's words after her vision of where the last or where the portal rods were kept. This is as good as match as any that you found. But what you if have I... a Hydra to deal with and you have that shimmering orb, whatever that is, over the entire island. What if I cast silent moves and creep silently down the corridor to take a better look to see if I can find whatever it is we're looking for? That's a great idea. Or actually, can you silence like a bunch of us and like we can be poised? I was going to say to cut off its head, but there's going to need a lot of us to do that because it's got lots of them. But we could all like stand ready to like gut it if it wakes up and then you could have a search around. No, it's just myself I can do, I'm afraid. All right. Well, it's nice to meet you, Acorn. <laughs> we'll, we'll, be, we'll be ready, behind you. Are you daft? We said they go in first every time. <laughs> right. Okay, okay so Acorn, you're going to cast your spell. So you just need to uh, D100 and obviously don't fumble it. Uh, that would be hilarious. Uh, so okay, let's try this. Can you tell us about the, the dome again as well, Stuart? After yeah, a, there's after a, after a shimmering a dome which is probably about 20 to 30 feet tall and runs over the entire crystalline island and it changes in hues, reds, uh, greens, yellows, blues, violets, indigos and so on in what seems to be no particular pattern that you can discern at all. Um, the light that it produces then reflects and bounces off the crystals. So the walls of the chamber, plain stone chamber, dance with light as well. Acor, you cast, after a moment of preparation, with a grimace, um, you tighten the grip on your longbow, and with an arrow in your left hand and the longbow in your right hand, you step silently through the door. Your feet make no sound at all, as if they're muffled. Even though you're wearing quite sturdy boots, um, Cran, who's right next to you, can't hear anything as you move past him. Oh, bloody um, down. It works. So, Acor, you get to about here. Can you give me, um, given that you're under the effect, what bonus does your spell give you to your moving silently? Uh, I think it's a G GM's discretion, so I'll just close that. Oh, that's really helpful. 
Um, so you've cast silent geysers on you, haven't you? The creature is asleep. Give me a routine stealth roll, please. So that's plus 30. Before Akar goes too far, the um, Uggsum wants you to give out a Kath Kuzer, one to Cran, one to Victoria, and one to Snarkle. Right, this okay. is addictive, this stuff, but it will completely put your strength through the roof. Uh, but take it if your shit hits the fan and you're not worried about the risk. One in three times you'll get addicted to this stuff. There you go. I'll give a Kath Kuzer each. Ooh. Ah, the, the elf warned me about you. You push it. The other thing I've got, if you remember, I picked up that flask from Cadena's bedroom. You did? I think it's full of poison. We could give that a punt. You can maybe hit that, hit it with an arrow, Acor. Well, maybe not if you're trying to sneak in, but... Uh... <laughs> but presumably it's, it's within the dome. Yeah, it is. Okay. You don't know what, what effect the dome will have on missile weapons or anything. Acor, uh... you begin to sneak stealthily down these steps and you get to about midway and there's an unfortunate shift in the ground beneath you and before you can do too much the stone steps tilt downwards and you're on what is now quite a slippery ramp leading into the water um, as you flail around desperately trying to keep your balance the creature shifts uneasily can you give me a hard perception roll as you begin to tumble into the water please unfortunately there is nothing to grab onto the walls are slick with moisture the creature is stirring but it isn't waking and with a resounding splash you fall into the water that doesn't wake the creature either the noise of the water is obviously such that um you didn't make any more noise and you are now being swirled around the water inside the chamber you're not wearing particularly heavy armor so you're not being dragged underwater but you are being dragged around can you give me an easy strength or agility i don't mind to just keep hold of that longbow your longbow is fully six feet long and you're being swirled around in the water um i would argue that reflex would have let you hold on to that you probably let go of the arrow but let's see if you can keep hold of your bow nope your bow slips from your grasp so you're swirling around so is your bow your bow being smaller is quickly whisked away from you uh, what do the rest of you want to do? Can you? I'll, I'll shout quickly. Since I saw him sliding, if we get a human chain holding on up the top here, Agnan, is there anything you can do with a spell to stop him or get him out? I'll yank him straight back with a with the shield. Well, that'll be the, that'll be the only time that shield be used today. Well, he's going to die otherwise. Well, he might do. <laughs> he might not as he's well. He's going to die. Well, he might do. I don't know. Really, I just made that up. Sounds dramatic though. <laughs> How deep and swirly is the water? Am I getting dragged you're out not, somewhere? No, you're not going to be dragged under the water. Um, from time to time, your head goes under. So if you imagine you're in, um, oh, I don't know, the mother of all jacuzzis, but it's quite a deep jacuzzi. Um, I'm not going to ask you to make a swimming roll just yet because you're just being swirled round and round and round. When you start getting tired... Um, I'll start asking you to make swimming rolls to try and keep your head above water. But for the time being, you're fine. You're just hoping that the party sort of fish you out within right. the next 10 minutes or so. 
Give me a uh, get a brew on, get a brew on, and then uh, we'll think about this. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, uh, what what we're going to need is a rope. Someone down there with his arm out, dangling over the edge. And, uh, let's hope uh, the poor bugger can grab it. Who's who's quietest? He looks around at everyone wearing um, just pounds of metal. Yeah, <laughs> gotta be opening. No. Right. Yeah, I could try it. We're we're really struggling. If uh, they probably need to be quiet and strong, and we've got one or both of those. Sorry, one yeah. or the other of those, but probably not both. I mean, um, I can go, but I'm not really quiet. Yeah, I'm average human strength. All right, let's let's try it, Agman. We can pull you back. Um, All right. So, so who's who's standing by the door? I need you to position yourself down this ramp, holding hands. Can oh, we, we, we may have a rope, um, which would be useful. Yeah. So I'll grab a superior rope off my shoulder. I never knew it was on my shoulder. It is. And I will <laughs> yeah. uh, tie. Yeah, it was. So I will tie it round Ugman's waist quickly and loop it over my. Sh- my shoulder and, and like get uh, ask everyone to get behind so we can all pull Ugnan and Acor out if he grabs him. It's like good luck, mate. Be careful. Okay. Okay. Ugnan, give me a stealth roll, please. No penalties or bonuses. Just a routine stealth roll, please. Oh dear. Ooh. Or, <laughs> or, or amazing. Okay. Go down gingerly in, yeah. with a sudden. Oh. You <laughs> your footing and with. A... <laughs> A loud metallic clang, your shield smashes on the wall. The creature no. immediately begins to stir. <sighs> Can I have some initiative rolls, please? Damn you, geezer! Uh, before <laughs> that, can I call can I out a, a, a long sigh and just be like, oh, no, this always happens. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the Hydra begins to stir and some of its heads flex and move and it begins to shake and rise and the heads look in different directions. It moves and flexes. It's completely unaware of you, Acor, as you're swept around. And it doesn't seem to really notice you at first, Ugnan. You may have got away with this. I'm probably going to ruin it all then by throwing the... uh... Actually, I'm going to wait, delay my turn as Acre comes round, and then I'm going to throw the rope at him to see if he can grab hold okay. of it. Okay. Cran, so you're braced and you're stopping Ugnan slipping down. It doesn't take too much. Although Cran is not a, a slight and slender um, man, he's not really taxing your strength at the moment. You probably don't need the other two muscular types, Victoria and Snarkle, to help you. So I'll I'll just brace myself against the door and try and creep as quiet as possible. I'm getting ready to pull Ugnan as soon as he grabs onto Acor. Okay. Victoria, after the initial jerk of the rope, as Ugnan lost his footing, there's no more tension on the rope. Um, you suspect that um, unless anything untoward happens, Cran can probably help Ugnan on his own. Do you want to do anything else? Uh, no, not really. Okay. Just stay so quiet. Stand- Braced with the rope. Snarkle, you too. Again, there's an initial jerk on the rope as Ugnan lost his footing. But clearly with Victoria braced and leaning slightly backwards and Cran with his foot against the door, you 
can see that Ugnan is not in any danger of slipping and further and going into the water. Do you want to let go of the rope and do something else, or do you want to stand with hands on the rope just in case? I didn't know if you know this, but us dwarves, we, we're not very good swimmers, so I'm just going to stay right here. <laughs> Snarkle back to where going, water, no. Yep. Okay. So he just grips uh, the uh, grips okay. the rope tighter. Um, so, Acor, you're being swirled around again. Ugnan throws a rope out. Ugnan, can you give me a, an agility roll? And Stark, uh, sorry, and Acor, can you give me an agility roll? Please. Can I also try and make a grab for my bow? Um, Akel, you've managed to grab the rope. You've got that. If you want to grab your bow as well, I'm going to ask you to make another agility roll, please. Can I just clarify, is it your bow or is it the heart bow you've dropped? Because if it's the heart bow, you're going to be in there going round and round until you pick it up, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> it's the heart bow. You absolute git. No, the heart bow is missed. Oh. That's moving far too fast and is further away from you. Uh, anyway, you manage to drag Acor just to the lip. Uh, so he heaves himself up onto the ramp. Um, let's have initiative rolls again, please, folks. Unfortunately, the Hydra uh, moves with astonishing speed. And it rears up on what are very, very thick and powerful hind legs. And its heads lash out towards the doorway. But it seems unable or unwilling to either step off the island or do anything else than coil and roll and flex its powerful, long serpentine necks. Um, you can all give me perception rolls, please. Just standard perception rolls. Okay. Now that it's moving around and upright, you can see that it is six heads, and each from each of the heads, um, there's a telltale hint of smoke coming from between the bared fangs. Um, you've heard stories before, and it looks like this creature is going to be able to breathe fire from each of the heads. Oh, my word. Is there any sign of the portal rod? Impossible to tell with all of the crystals. Okay. Um, the rod that you've got has got a crystalline top and a metal shaft. And if the other portal rod is the same, you would have to search amongst the crystals. This is very much akin to hiding a diamond in a crystal chandelier. Ugnan. Uh, yank, yank on the rope to try and get Acor out. Yep. Well, uh, Acor is on the on the slope, so you can, can you can now start stepping back and pull him out if you wish. Yeah. Yeah. So Cranel, Cranel just start moving back as soon as he saw Acor. Okay. So all of you then, I guess, will step back somewhat into the room and pull Acor out. So I will just skip through everybody's rolls. Close the door. Now that you okay, you then close the door. You're now out of the room. Um, what do you want to do? Acor. Out of initiative order now. Where's the bow? Turn it to a dot matrix printer. <laughs> <laughs> Look, oh, okay. I knew I shouldn't have given up on my old bow. It's the best bow. <laughs> don't, don't worry. It's all right. Uh, what we could do, though, is... Well, we've got to get that back, but we've also got to get onto that island. It looks like that thing can't get off it. But that may mean we can't get on to it. So I'll look at Ugnan. Any, any ideas, mate? 
uh, a silly one maybe. Uh, portal rods uh, linked, and I know how to use this one. We can point it towards the island, and somebody with a bit of strength could hold on to this, and I could turn it on and see if we can pull the other portal rod, or it might just pull you. I don't know. But it might give us an idea of where the other one is. I'll look around and look at Aiko, who's sopping wet, and say, uh, Aiko, why don't you hold it? Because you're already wet. And um, and also, you're not wearing metal armor. I think I'd sink like a stone if I went in there. Um, I'll hold on to you, uh, but just in case I can't hold it. Does the door open work. inwards or outwards at this door? The door opens away from you, so it opens towards the ramp and the island. Is this because I lost your bow? Are you, you going to let me... You let me go back in there just because I lost I, my bow. I only hold a grudge for like maybe 20 minutes, but uh, be all right by the time it's dead. The crown is nothing if not petty, if you didn't realise. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's all right. Uh, leave, leave the bow. It's, your safety is more important. Crown read, read that once in a leadership textbook. So. <laughs> <laughs> What's the door made of? Is it metal? No, it's stone. Some sort of uh, strange um it's obviously some sort of ore because of its um its weight you suspect so it's it's uh yeah okay so i'm going well, to walk up to the door i need to give it a try again if you want and he's just gonna lift up the pull rod towards the door and put it against right up against the the door uh just wait a second okay. lad. if i start to move can you grab hold of me i'll, I'll try and turn it off anyway and he's going to turn yeah, the, right. the, turn the portal rod on all right, now you've made an attune roll, haven't you, um, yeah. Ugnan? So you know how this works. Okay, so basically by um, turning part of the shaft that the crystal end is attached to, you can effectively alter the functioning of the portal rod. At the moment, your attune roll allows you to work out its magnetic properties. Um, so you can turn the rod on or off. At the moment, it's off. When you turn that rod on, you know that everything metal within quite a considerable distance, within at least 100 feet, is going to be pulled towards the rod. Of course, if the rod is near something that is metal and fixed and doesn't move, you will be pulled to whatever that metal object is. Yeah, so I've got, got, include, got the door. Is it directional, Agnan, or are we going to get pulled towards you from behind you? Well, it was directional last time, so... Uh, yes, it is, yeah. Well, what, so what could you... go wrong this time? Make sure you've got it pointed the right way. We'll just have a listen, see if you can think moving. We'll twist it. So you uh, angle the rod towards the island. Yep. Are you... Which side... Of, uh, have you opened the door, or are you on the other side of the door? Uh, on the other side of the door, because I basically use the door as a barrier. Okay. So you close the door... And then activate the rod, and nothing seems to happen. Nothing slams into the door. You don't feel any tug on the rod at all. No, oh, it's a bust. I'll turn it off. What do you reckon? Um, the beastie is metal, at least. Well, uh, I don't know. I mean, is, is this thing got a dial on it, or has it just got an on-off button? Um, no, it's just got an on-off button. Turn it up to 11. Yeah. 11, yeah. Exactly the same thing. <laughs> Oh dear, we're so old. <laughs> um, no, no, there's no dial on it. it uh, it's just very much uh, an on or off. You turned it on and it didn't seem to have any effect on anything on the other side of the door. 
how big is the passageway down to the water? Do we feel that the whole the whole hydra could get up to us, or just ahead? No. <laughs> the hydra is too big to get in. How it was brought in here, you don't know, but it won't fit up that passageway. If you stand by the door and it goes into the water, it's probably going to struggle with the water swirling around. You're safe on the other side of this door, and you're safe even if the door is open. How do we feel about systematically opening the door, lobbing a load of ranged weapons in there, closing the door, and seeing if eventually we can kill it? Do you think it's got any, like, are those lightning bolt things that still just chuck around that it can use? It looks pretty, it looks pretty pissed off at the moment. It looks like a dragon to me, so it could be fire and flame at us. Mm. Let I mean, me, uh, eat outside. I met someone once who said he was a dragon slayer. His whole face was melted. He didn't look very nice at all. Okay, well, let's start with the first question. Who's got ranged weapons? Well, I did have. <laughs> <laughs> Don't let it lie, are you? I, I, I've, got a bo- I've got a bolus. That might, like, knacker all his heads. And, like, I've brought down Gazelle with it once. Well, I mean, at the moment, Never it's not on the leaving hydra. the island, is it? So you never know yeah. the actual orb itself is keeping it in there. Mm. I'm that, assuming so. That water was was um, was quite deep, presumably. Acor, that's why you're floating yes. around there. Yeah. And what I mean, what clues no do we point, have that? At no point did Acor's feet ever brush anything solid underneath the water. No. And what 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 clues do we have that the portal rod is on the island, but rather than down the passage to the left? Um, none, only the fact that in Cherry's vision and what Cherry was able to relate to you, the rod was surrounded by other crystals, and that island has a large number of crystals on it. Ah, okay. I don't know if that passageway leads to more crystals or not. And the sound of water all around it as well, so it's like it's it's their best hit so far. But yes, it, it is. What we really need is silk to, like, get us through that barrier. Exactly what I was thinking. You've got to frozen the water, you've got to flown us across. Oh, hang on, I've got a carpet that means we can fly. You do have your magic carpet. I think your magic carpet is limited to two people. And also quite flammable. Mm. <laughs> yes, that is true. <laughs> Alright, another thing is uh, I could put a wall at the end of the corridor that allows us to get up there. The only problem is, is that we can't then just rush across the water and get it. Can you put it horizontally so we can walk across the water and attack it? See, I always thought we did, and I did that before, but I was looking at um, the spell description, and I don't think you can do that. Flying oh. carpet. Um, no, for barrier, for a barrier law. Oh, no, because I don't think you can, you can hold it. You, the barrier has to rest on a, on a solid surface, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, it says all wall spells created by spells in this list must rest on a solid surface. Yeah. So before well, It's got I, one I, solid surface this end. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I suppose, but water's not solid, so you couldn't drop it on the water. So does the does is there any of the island with a kind of lip before the shield goes over it? Like you could rest it on either end, or is there? Does it just go straight down to the water? Doesn't go to the very edge of the crystal island. There's about a foot gap all the way around, which means you could, if you wanted to, jump across. It wouldn't be an easy jump. Certainly not for somebody of, of your bulk carrying all of the uh, metalwork that you do, Cram, but you could jump across to the island if you wanted to. Trying to spend about 10 minutes de-arming with all of the huge number of weapons he's got in scabbards all over him, putting him down on the floor, just in case he's going to well, have to. Does the Hydra count as an animal? 
Uh, it's more of a monster than an animal, I'm afraid. In that case, I've got nothing. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> At least the GM didn't make you decide during battle if it was. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I do have some poison from... Um, if you wanted to try bowing it from range and dipping this in the... What it what it is is PowerPoint drain poison. We found in Taraknev. That's the only detail I've got. So I'm assuming it's, but I don't know where it's from, but it's vile Taraknev PP drain poison. I've just got that as a descriptor. I don't exactly know what it does. Stuart may remember. It was up in the demon um, summoning room at the top. Yeah. Yeah. Though I'd rather keep yeah, that for like right. when we meet those cultists later on. It'd be nice to dip an arrow in that. Boom onto their main magic user and bye bye to his spells or her spells. Yeah, good idea. Okay, let's leave that then. Or your goddess. I could cast a, a, a big bright flash, which might make it a uh, stun for a bit, and I could do shock belt, shock, but I can only do uh, about four. Why, why don't someone? Those. Could you stick an arrow just through? Don't like aim it at it, Acor, um, but stick an arrow just through the dome to see if anything penetrates it. If we open the door and close it behind, close it after the arrow's gone. If um, you can investigate shoot. the dome, yeah. Why not shoot at the Hydra? Yeah. Does okay. Any, does anybody know anything about Hydras? Um, has we got anybody read anything about them? Because I just wondered, can they be reasoned with like a dragon? Do we know it's a Hydra now? Sorry? Well, well, well you uh, know it's a multi-headed serpentine creature. So, Ugnan, as far as you can recall, from what you can dimly remember, yeah, dragons, particularly the higher dragons, um, you can reason with. In fact, um, Spicer's Guild were very interested in dragons and were spending quite a bit of time researching dragons. Um, and from their readings and from their writings and diaries, dragons were definitely very, very intelligent. Some of the more intelligent um, inhabitants of the world. These creatures aren't dragons and they're more of, you think, more like animals. Um, Snarkle. You've got no idea. Um, I mean, it's not. I mean, the creature is fearsome, and in your experience, the bigger the creature, the dumber the creature. Mm. So you suspect that this creature is not very intelligent, and that probably gives you a few more problems. What do we think the chances are that if I jump across there, even if I made it and didn't drown, that I wouldn't just bounce off the dome thing around it? Let's, do we, let's try at least throwing something through it or sticking an arrow through it then Acor, see if that's possible if it isn't then we need a different plan okay let me try and stick an arrow through it okay on top did you say it was breathing smoke it is hmm okay ready so Acor stepped <laughs> to the door sights down an arrow pulls the string across his chest and back to his ear, releases when he's ready. Damn, so oh, nice. Oh, nice my God. Target nuts. No. Ah, uh, what? Way to go, Acor. 171. Nice. The first was a sighter. The second was even better. Okay, your arrow flies directly at one of the creature's moors and then ricochets and bounces off the crystal dome, as you probably suspected. So the dome was a shield-type thing? 
Let's open the door, see if it can go both ways then. So can I step back and close the door now? Yeah. Well, I'm just going to go into the corridor with the door open and just see if it's going to do a bit of a flash. Not too far, actually, just a little bit to see if yeah, it... Yeah, thank you. Otherwise, okay. we'll step down the slope. Yeah, and they just see if it's... So the creature actually... is still... Yeah, the creature is still angry and, and flexing. It knows that you fired something because there was a, a ting as it bounced off whatever the crystal shield is. So the creature is still aware of you, but it's unable to get at you, and you seem to be unable to get at it. Right, cool. What was the um, what's on the uh, western wall? That door. Did you see anything as you uh, hurtled past? Seemed to be a passageway. Let me just uh, open up a little bit more for you. There you go. Um, from what I could see, it seemed to be a, a passageway, but I was trying not to drown. So we've got to assume then whoever set this up either had a way of getting through it or a way of switching it off. Whoever trapped this thing in there. Uh, Ugnan, yep. can you give me an agility roll, please? The floor slopes and is wet. Oh, Does he Lord. still have the rope, rope tied around his waist? Don't know. Well, I never took it off, but then I never said uh, I didn't. Okay. Um... We've all been moving around too. Yep. Hey, Gork, grab the rope! Ugnan's going in! Can you all give me agility rolls, please, to grab the rope? I'm not going to ask you to make a strength roll, but give me agility roll as Ugnan takes an early bath. Ooh, oh, going to Cran, nice that's better. Cran. Cat-like. He just fell Cran. face down Cran. on the floor, that's all it was. Cran with the sense that shit is never too far from a fan in this place. He immediately <laughs> picked up the rope. Okay, Ugnan, you're fine. You get to the end just as your feet slip. Ugnan, you can give me, um, actually, no, you've got to tell me what you're looking for. So you went to the edge of that. What are you looking for, Cran? Uh, sorry, Ugnan. First of all, I was just going to see if it's going to shoot fire flames at me, but then I'm also looking on the island a little bit more to see if I can see any crystals that look a little bit out of out okay. of place. Then I'm also just trying to see if there's an easy right. way to get to the corridor. Okay. So what you can see is that with the water swirling around that passageway across to your left is almost exactly like this one in terms of the depth that the water comes up to the stone steps. Um, there's no ramp on the other one. There seem to be steps, but of course you don't know whether that's another trap. The water is still swirling around madly, um, bubbling and frothing. And from time to time you catch a glimpse of um, the heart bow being swirled around, bobbing, um, now and again to the surface, then temporarily going underneath. The creature makes no attempt to breathe at you, but it continues to thrash and flex its neck muscles, and it gets more agitated as you come to the edge. Perhaps it's aware, though, of the crystal dome properties, and it makes no effort to breathe fire on you. Looking into the centre of the island, it's impossible to make out the um, portal rod. There are a great many crystals. As the creature moves around, you can see some of them shift and roll and flex. Although the circle, circular platform itself is made of some sort of transparent, translucent material, it's heaped with crystals. As the creature moves around, some of these roll um, and then come to rest against the lip, the edge of the dome. What you do see, though, are seven circles, seven perfectly spherical shapes, depressions, slight depressions on the ground running around the lip of the circle and each of these is colored differently um there are there's a red an orange a yellow 
sorry, start again. There are two blues, a red, a green, a yellow, an indigo, and a violet, all running around the edge of the um, crystal dome. And I'll just mark those for you. Um, so, so they're all on the inside? No, they're all on the outside. There's a red oh, right. about there. Mm. Um, I need one of them. They're about there. There you go. So they're about there. So they're all equally spaced. Okay, he's going to wait, just take his time and try and get the heart bow if it bobs past in enough time. Keep that rope held. Got you. You wait and wait and wait and the creature thrashes and eventually patience pays off and you're able to grab the heart bow. Oh. So you can, I won't ask you to make a roll, just patience and you'll be able to grab it. Okay. Could have needed new bloody string, Cranbum. Right. Well, he will then return. Nicely done. <laughs> well grabbed. And then obviously tell will be about the buttons. So the depressions. Mm, right. Colours. Rainbow colours. So we're missing orange. Is that a clue? Are you hungry, lad? <laughs> Have we got to try and change one of the blues to orange? Yeah, that's, that's not a bad idea. There are Got two bees there. Is one one blue. What's the other one? Both are blue. There are two blues. Both blue. An indigo, a violet, a yellow, a red, and a green. What so it's the colour the two blues. What colours two colleges make orange? Uh, green um, and blue. <laughs> yellow and violet. Yellow and red. Yellow and red. Yeah. That was my next guess. <laughs> I think if you can get those two pushed. The red and the yellow, and see what happens. You never know. Of course, if need... you're in the water and the, the and the uh, and the dome goes down. <laughs> so are you thinking press one of the blue things? All that, yeah. What if if I put on that cloak that we got from the other room? Can I swim around without being seen? try but swimming against that swirling water is going to be very difficult you're going to have to make a very hard swimming roll you could try and jump swimming it and um, yeah you could try and jump it try and jump it and walk around on the outside um we can That's obviously tie out. a rope around you give you enough rope to play out yeah well i mean uh, I've jumping but i've got a bit of swimming anyone good at jumping well basically i'm going to go on my carpet and i'm going to have one person on there and well i could step off onto near the yellow one and you could fly out to the red red one my only worry is, like, the one. if you slip into that water wearing what you're wearing, that's the less we're going to see you. I'll, I'll be all right. Don't be so sure of that. I've swum in plain mode before. Not for long. It's like four seconds. But um, Yeah, but that was I downwards. <laughs> that's true. I, I was pearl diving. Couldn't get the bastard off the bottom, though. I thought it's really heavy pearls where I was. Um, mm. Okay, so, so the jump across is about seven or eight feet. So that's going to be a very hard jump manoeuvre for any of you. If you are wearing armour, of course, that's going to be a little bit more difficult, but that's going to be factored into your moving manoeuvre roll. So I'm going to ask you to make, those of you that jump across, a very hard moving manoeuvre roll. I was going to say, so I, I'm, I definitely ain't going to jump, Krantis, but I don't mind trying to drop me off at the, uh, at the yellow one on the carpet. I can just step off onto the side there. There's going to be a really big pissed off hydra staring at me from like a foot away probably which could cause some problems if the dome disappears but <laughs> do you mind if i just ferry you all across down the other cor corridor first and see what's down there 
Uh, yeah, that's smart. I'll, I'll guard back here, though. <laughs> Away from the water. I can yeah, act this uh, way, otherwise. Good, I good idea. I can, uh, you, do you want to drop me off first? And I'll just keep guard. Well, the only thing is, if it's as slippy as the other one, who's the most uh, agile to get up get up the slippiness? Yeah, Cranch shuffles his feet, looks down at his toes. <laughs> me? You daft bastard, no! <laughs> Actually, well, well, I'm, I'm being stupid. I don't have to stop you there. I can't just go up straight up the corridor on the, on the bloody carpet, can't I? Mm. All right, let's take the lightest okay. one first. Okay. So, the... So, that's probably Victoria. You can be ferried across with the aid of Ugnan's flying carpet. Ooh, nice. You come across mm. a circular or um, part of the passageway which winds its way curiously back to a dead end. Ooh. Tapping on the wall, banging on the wall after probably about half an hour, you realise that it connects somehow to the chamber on the other side. Mm. Right, okay. But this floor does not tilt, tip, or do anything alarming as you walk around on it carefully. So this is perhaps a more secure platform. Yeah, but there's also no, no other way through if it starts following us down here. I presume we can't see a secret door at the end. doesn't seem to be, but again, this is very narrow. This is as narrow as the other one. The Hydra is not possibly going to be able to squeeze its way up that passageway after you. It's more flames mm. than more about. But the flames would certainly be funnelled nicely, barbecuing you quite conveniently. That's when the GM says, by the way, we're playing with elemental companion where enclosed spaces multiply the effect of the damage. Yeah. <laughs> That's a great idea. I'll look that one up. <laughs> Isn't it like exponentially increasing or something? To the, oh, it's to the disgusting. Yeah. Well, the no, other thing. I don't have it. <laughs> Can I yeah, yeah. taste the water in the chamber? Is it salt water? It is. Bollocks. I was hoping we could try and drain the place of the water first. No, it's... But it's the sea, you probably. You suspect it's water that connects to the outside. Should we try doing one of the indentations? Mm-hmm. Yeah, let me um get somewhere first where I can run away. And I'll fly, <laughs> fly Victoria. Well, if you tell the dwarf... If you tell the dwarf, you know, about the passage, he'll look for a secret door on the other side. Oh yeah, definitely. Give me a give me a perception roll then, please, Snarkle. Okay. As you perception. guard a secret door that nobody else can find. Yeah, just in this room. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. Yeah, I mean, you you've got enough hints as to where it is, and with the tapping on the other side, it's not too difficult. You found that that hidden door. Excellent. Oh, perfect. Okay, I'll open her up. Give me another perception roll, please. Give me a hard perception roll. Though you know where the door is. Opening it proves to be quite difficult. That is true. But you eventually find the pressure plate on the floor, or the flagstone on the floor, that triggers the door to open. Stepping back a little way, the door uh, shifts, and then as you step forward, you can see that one of the stones on the left-hand side of the door is a different colour than the rest. Pressing that, the door opens. It's not orange, is it? No. 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 No swimming. Perfect. I think we should all be over this once. We're not slipping on our arses just in case. Right, so that's still the, the central problem is if we even manage to get the dome down, how are we going to attack the Hydra? Mm. 
Do we have to? Well, if it's guarding the last portal rod, that's probably going portal to be, in amongst, be in amongst those bits there. Have you got any? Has anyone got anything to help with jumping, jumping across, like spells? I could leave you one one person. I could leave across, and also I can ferry people across on the carpet. You just need somebody to jump across mm. first to take its attention. But then if it's got seven heads or multiple heads, it doesn't. It's be probably quite hard to keep uh, all the attention of the whole thing. If can I jump you into the water, on. go ahead. Yeah, if I jump into the water, and uh, maybe that will get its attention. I mean, my armor makes it so I float. Oh, wow. And then you can jump across, maybe. Just a thought. What about doing a recon? Going around first, see if you can find this portal rod. <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, Stuart's saying it's quite hard to see in, was it, Stuart? To see any, any kind yeah, of detail Yeah, we can't say this. It's, it's not hard to see in. It's just the fact that uh, there's a crystal, there's a rod that's topped with a crystal that's been hidden amongst other crystals. Yeah. How would you find it? Mm. Well, we've got to get in there and kill yeah. it, and it's got to be something to do with the colours. So I think we've got to either change the blue to an orange, or we've got to do something to create an orange. That's our best guess so far. Ah, I see. What do you reckon? So which one do you think? Yeah, I'm not if renowned you, for me thinking. If I put my cloak on, can... Ugnan ferry me over, and then I can press the button and remain hidden from the Hydra if he suddenly becomes vicious. Could do, just make sure I'm away before you do it. So, my gut feel is one of the blue ones, you might have options like toggle it around to different colours. Sorry, I'm sure Cram wouldn't know what toggle means. You might have options to push it and get different colours. And I think mm. you need an orange one. That would be my guess, because I think there's too many blues. But I don't know which blue one to push. Well, that's it. What was that mnemonic that I used to remember? Richard of York gave battle in vain. Hmm. Close. And that, that may not resonate too much if you don't come from England. Yeah, right? I was trying to think of a Shadow World type thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I know it. I just, not the Dwarven character does, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, what the hell? Yeah, memory. Maybe my grandpappy talked about the sky in the deep uh, undergroundness of the Dwarven Kingdom. I mean, I, yeah, I mean, I think you, yeah, Dwarves don't know anything about the sky. Yeah. Um, but if any of the rest of you want to make a memory roll and try and trawl up some sort of mnemonic for remembering the colours of the rainbow, please do so. Yeah. Um, Snarkle couldn't remember. Yeah. Uh, nor could Acor. Crack is isn't a colour lad. Not renowned. Oh, yeah, <laughs> Highest of a yeah. 22 so far out of four rolls. <laughs> Come on, Ugnan. Come on, Ugnan. Hey! This is just going to say that, you know, when you have puzzles, and you, you've done this before in role-playing games, how on earth do you have characters solve puzzles when either they've got an intelligence of 20 and therefore should just be able to solve it, or their characters have an intelligence of six, but you don't have an intelligence of six. It's just puzzles are just awful. Uh, anyway, yeah. so you know that there is, uh, you know the colours of the rainbow. So what do you want to do? Will that help you? There are indeed seven circles and there are many colours. 
is it as simple as just changing them so that you've got one of each of the rainbow colours? I, I'm thinking that one. It goes across then. Richard of York gave battle. No, the I and the V are next to each other. Well, look, why don't we just try changing one of the blues to orange? And if nothing happens, then we can either... Then we can try the other blue as an orange. And if still nothing happens, we can reevaluate this whole plan. Good call. Might have to well, switch these two as well after switching this one. Then the pattern stays the same on each side. You don't look very clever, but you, you kind of are. Cranny's in awe. <laughs> it's going to like lean against the wall and just like watch the experts at work. I count cards. <laughs> <laughs> Can I go and just check the end of this corridor and make sure there's no extended platform or anything? I was just wondering if somebody ever used this at some point. It's pretty impractical for them to use to be on a on a watery type thing. Can we just all have a look around this chamber? Just if there's any way of venting the water out of here or extending some kind of walkway. Yeah, that's a good idea. I can have a gander as well. Find anything at all? This just seems to be an easier and a simpler way and a non-tracked way down into this chamber. The water swirling around must be refreshed from somewhere. There's presumably um, Some an kind of, inlet yeah. and an outlet lower down the walls. What about the roof? What's the roof look like? Domed and wet and slick. Solid. Mm. When we came in here, was the tide in? You've no way of knowing. Okay, well, I'm going to go out and have a look then. I was going to see if there's any kind of sluice mechanism that you can see. Okay. Be careful you don't get too close to the uh, water's edge. Oh, yeah, don't worry. There's big, big I, stuff I out there. That thing getting me at all. Um, okay, so, Ugnan, you can step out and look out. You can't see. Give me a... Give me a hard... No, uh, give me a memory roll, please. Just give me a memory roll, first of all. No penalties on this. It's going to be hard enough as it is. You can't really recall the height of the water when you came in. You didn't make too much effort to register how high the water was doesn't look like the water has changed that much given that it's salt water given the size of the island um you can't recall any beaches tides probably don't have that an effect on the island and the water around it okay is there any kind of sluicing because anything that Looks like you could. There are sluices. You can see that there are sluices all around the island. Yes, so you can see that water. Um, there must occasionally be storms, or there must have occasionally be stormed storms. Sorry, which um, hurled water up onto the bleachers and maybe even into the arena itself. And you can see that there are grates and presumably grills which would allow the water to be drained. But you can't see anything that connects unless you wanted to dive into the water yourself and have a swim around. You can't see anything that directly connects to this chamber, not from above or below. Well, OK, definitely not going in the water. I'll join the others. Well, let's try. Let's give our colour thing a go. Or do you think they've, it's just got to be R-O-Y-G-B-I-V in order all the way around? Doesn't matter where you start. Let's at least push one and see if it changes colour. All right, do you want me to do that on the carpet? Or do you want uh, Acor to do it? I was thinking, why is he going to go on the carpet? And then I, uh, then I remembered you've got the flying carpet. I was thought, oh, that's a bit weird. Uh, Two carpets? Yeah, a bit yeah. weird. I look like carpet salesman. 
<laughs> yeah, have a have, have a go. Have you got them like rolled up under your arm? I sort of, um, I sort of think it was like a sleeping roll, a carpet, a carpet. <laughs> Triple decker. Yeah, have a have a fly around. Turn them all. Turn. See if one of them changes colour. Because my guess is it might have to go around in order, and then I might take it down. But I may be well, wrong. I'll, okay. do, I'll do, do the nearest you... one first. Okay, so you step on it. Yep. So you get off the carpet. Yeah, and then I'll just look over it first, see, and see what it looks as like. As you step on it, it changes colour to indigo. Okay, so it's going blue, indigo, it's going in order. So vein um, next. Blue, that should be blue. And then you won't have to change the I and the V. I'm assuming it's going to go all in order, but. Yeah, so tap it again. Is it violet next? So you, you step on it again? Yep. And it indeed goes to violet. Keep doing really fast because poor old Stuart's going to have to like yeah. So can I rattle really cycle, hard cycle on the token around to orange? Uh, okay, so you convert it to orange, orange. Okay, by stepping on and off, on and off, on and off, you look like you're doing an uh, Irish river dance. That's right, <laughs> and nothing seems to happen. No, it changes colour, but nothing else happens. Of course, the um. Hydra is now getting very agitated and comes towards you. Blue, make it blue. Yep. You I'm going to jump into the water. Blue again. Uh, are you jumping into the water, Victoria? Yeah. Okay. With, Can with your you... armor on. It floats. Yeah, because right. it makes me float. It oh, does, cool. but you're still being swirled around. Yeah. There's no time for a swim. Me, she says, going round and round. This is wonderful. And she lies on her back. Everyone, SS Victoria. Okay. okay, so that one goes back to blue, Ugnan. What do you want to do now? Well, I reckon it's got to go in some kind of order. You know, red, orange, yellow. But where's the start in red? Well, if you leave B, just change the other blue one to orange and then swap the A and the V. See if exactly. that works. That'll be a bit of symmetry. What here? Aye. What do you? What colour do you want that one? Well, orange on that one. Gr green, I think. I would make that green. The one before. I would go from where the G is and make that red, and then filter around from there. Do, so you, do you want to change that one to what colour, Ugnan? Orange first. Can we just get Aye. ready? Get ready to jump across just in case. I don't want to be fried here. Yeah, can I okay, try to swim to, to the island? Uh, can you give me a very hard swim roll, please, Victoria? Very hard. Uh... Yeah. Nothing happens as you convert it to orange. I'm just going to move you off the island so I can see the tokens. Uh, that is no problem at all. So you are on the island, on the lip. Now swap A and V, and that'll be the symmetry. I don't know what you mean, but I'll do it. Okay. Can the rest of yeah, you get ready put in case this back. goes down? I don't be sitting there. Gonna rotate those round. Nothing happens. So my, my okay. cut feel is we've got to do it in order. I'm not sure where you'd start. R O Y G G V I. Can you go around looking um, at the depressions and see if there's any depression that's different to the rest of them? Yeah, because it's just which way you start and which way it goes. Is it clockwise or anti-clockwise? Give me a perception roll, please. I've got an R by. <laughs> nope. There's no apparent differences between them at all. There's no obvious indication of where this pattern starts. Okay. So do you want to swap them back then? Just to yeah. put it back the way it was? 
put it back the way it was, and then at least we've we've got Biff at the end here. So if we put Roy G okay. on the side. So you can remember that these two were like that. Yeah. Um, what so if you one? move it, if if you just uh, move them around, Stuart, so it goes R O Y G from where G R Y O is now. If you could just order it red, orange, yellow, green, going clockwise from where the G this is. Way round. So which what, what color do you want this one, Bugnan? Sorry, if you start with G, and that one should be R. Uh, there is no G. Oh, sorry, G. So you want to change the G to a red? And art red, and then where the R is currently, make that. Right. And you, you can just drag those tokens around actually, because we're just going to okay. move them. Basically. So you change that to a red, then you move this one and you change it to an, to an orange. Okay. So you change that to an orange. And then the yellow is fine, and the O should be a G. Okay. Whoa, 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 whoa. I'm not going to do that then yet. You... Not going to do that yet until everybody's nearly, ready. nearly do it, but not quite yet. In fact, what I'll probably do is probably change the color of the B first because I don't want I want to I want to be able to run straight out that corridor. Right. Okay. Hey, so, Kurt, do you want to go by the door just in case on the other what side? Are you, what are you changing that to? Can we change that to um, can it turn that to Indio, please? Indigo. OK. Hang on, sorry. Richard of York. No, no, G, it's G. No, that's fine. I know, what it is, uh, what it is, Crad, I don't want to change, I, I don't want it to go straight away now. I want to purposely make this one wrong so that when I sweep it, if, if the thing yeah, goes gotcha. down, I can get out of here. So it should go Richard Dodd. So if you make the... The OG. So you can just swap those around if you want. Okay, yeah. so you yeah. go back to this one and you join Victoria again and you change it to um, a G. Okay, yep. Yeah. And then... Um, the other G make that an indigo. Richard of York goes battling you. So you go back to here and you step on. Oh, no, so that's not an indigo, is it? No, it's got to be a green, isn't it? Oh, wait, yeah, wait. Green, if green, you yeah. press it, the that, first thing that changes yeah. will be blue. Yeah, so we'll <laughs> leave it there. We'll leave it green. Right, are we getting ready okay. just in case this does actually go down? I prepare an arrow. Snorkel, so I can, I can, can I pull just, you across. Can I just take a two-minute rules clarification because I am fundamentally awful at any moving maneuver in plate mail um, despite yeah. having 18 ranks in it um, is there any um, anything I can do because I don't have anything like adrenal moves or anything to boost it because uh, I, I reckon I've got a pretty high chance of regardless unless I roll like in the double in the <laughs> triple digit range to just fall in um, I'll, I'll ferry you across. Oh, okay. If you can do that, that'll be all right. But... And then what all I was going to do is I could ferry you across and then just use the leap spell on the shield to fly Snarkle across if he's okay with it. Why don't you put me right up where the V is then? And I'll and drop me off there. Currently, we've so got two people either side. And then you can fly Snarkle or just drop Snarkle across. And I'm assuming. Where does Snarkle want to be? So, so my, my thinking could be, um, Aglan, you sorry, I interrupted the, the response there, guys. But um, if you allowed um, Victoria to do the final transformation, so she stands where the second G is at the moment. Uh, that's going to where you're going to change the the green to a blue. She can trigger that, and you can then use someone to ferry. If that makes sense. And Aglan, you could ferry Acor or 
Well, in fact, actually both around uh, different parts of the. No, only one. No, yeah. one at a time to different yeah. parts of the dome. Um, so we're basically surrounding the, the creature and we just rush it if the dome goes down. If it doesn't, we look like absolute idiots, but um, let's hope that isn't the case. OK, so where do you want to position Snarkle and where do you want to position Acor? And where do they want to be? Yeah. Mm. I'm quite happy where I am. Mm. <laughs> so, Snarkle so is too, but he understands. You, you know what? There's no armor and like loads of piles of treasure in the middle there. That's why they're hesitant. We don't want to sit amongst all those crystals. Could be yeah, gold. It could be like diamonds. You could have keep anything. Keep it there. Or myrrh. That could be some myrrh. It's like this, Michael. We need you across. We need your axing because with those heads snapping down, there's not even enough of us anyway to be across there. Okay, you want some beat? I understand. Go ahead. Now remember, Put me on if I shout bloody leg, if I shout for Asseter, that means there's a big flash about to happen. Velocicopter got it. <laughs> right. So where is Snarkle? Can you position yourself, or can somebody position Snarkle, please? Yeah, I'm just by Ugnan until he puts me wherever he wants. Where do you want to go? Because I'll put you wherever you want. I'll just take you on this on the air. Uh carpet so you're hanging maybe out. let's spread out so uh we're not concentrated which which color do you want to go on i'll go over here okay right equidistant so um do you want me to change the color or do you want or does victor or do you want to do it i can do it in that case then he'll over prepare um the stun spell the uh, utter light no sorry sudden light and Victoria, you step up. Hang on, before it steps up, actually, I'm going to just start banging the sword on the dome if it makes a noise. And I suggest we all do that so it gets a bit confused. That might give us an advantage. It moves into the centre. Cool. Everybody ready? Stuart's loud. Change I can, I can, hear, I can hear the smile in Stuart's voice. <laughs> Everybody ready? Yep. Yep. Yeah. Okay. You step on that last disc, hoping that if you change it to um, what colour do you want it to be? Blue. Blue, the next one, yeah. So you're hoping that if you change it to blue, it the dome goes down. As the last depression changes, or as that last depression that you think you need to change, changes colour to blue, there's a shimmering on the dome, and the dome indeed does drop completely. That unfortunately, though, means that the Hydra is free to get at you. And that's where we're going to leave it right there. Going to attack that Hydra. All of us ready. Stun spell ready. What could go wrong? Thanks very much for watching, listening, subscribing, following, all that lovely bollocks. Happy gaming. Catch you next time. Cheers.